So there's this word on the street that's trending. Uh-huh. It's called kachi kachi handi. Kachi handi. So it means conversation. And in this case, it means conversations we're too scared to have. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Welcome back to this episode of Kachi Hande. Um, we're so excited this episode. We have such a lovely lady who's coming here to tell us her incredibly beautiful story. This episode's guest is Mwalia. Imagine brain fog. <laughs> like we haven't been speaking. <laughs> Forgive me. Mwalia Silwamba Kasongola. For shame, but you know, Bemba names are like. No, that. I'm I'm a I'm a typical Zambian. The the, the Walia, which is Bemba, the Siluamba is actually in Amwanga Mambwe. Really, Tonga. Tonga. Yes. So you've you're around, you're the one Zambia one nation in one. You see, but then, but Bemba names are like. You feel like if you've said Walia, Mwamba is close. You've said Mwaba. All of them. Yes. Anyway, and and then mine is just hard. But in, oh no, it's not hard. It's long. Anyway, so we've got an amazing guest who is going to tell us her beautiful story about a beautiful gift that she has. So, Walia, tell us a little bit about your journey to motherhood. Journey to motherhood. Hmm. By the way, keeping in mind, I've got five children. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) the journey to motherhood um, started when I was, what, 22? Okay. Yes. Um, Had my first child um mm-hmm. he's now what 16 so that's just giving away my age as well she, <laughs> she doesn't look like she has a 16 year old um yeah so I mean that was obviously very difficult um mm-hmm. had him in another country and okay. yeah um so we fast forward to child number two mm-hmm. um uh, he's 11 and it was very interesting because that was the child that actually literally took care of my first was taken care of by his grandparents ah okay um so he he looks at me like his sister uh-huh so that's uh yeah story for another day <laughs> <laughs> and then we come to my daughter mm-hmm. the the reason i'm here yeah um Mutinta. Mm-hmm. uh she's eight years old now okay. um when she was born i mean i was happy i wanted a girl we were mm. actually gonna stop mm. with the two boys okay and i was like i'm having a girl and this is gonna happen and I did have a girl, mm-hmm. um, and God blessed me with such a beautiful, beautiful baby. Mm-hmm. Blessed us with a beautiful mm-hmm. baby. And um, so what happened was three months into uh, her being with us, and mm-hmm. I noticed, I mean, obviously I was a mother of two other kids, so yeah. I would do all the things that needed to be done to check mm-hmm. that your child is okay. And I would do, with every month, I would have like a milestone that yeah. I would just check on. Yeah. So checked her eyes and obviously finger from one side to the other, trying to check movement of her eyes and mm-hmm. there was none. Mm-hmm. So I was obviously like, hmm, this is not mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Told my mother, my mother's like, no, you're just panicking because the baby's growing their own time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, 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 I need to get this checked. So yeah. I took her to the hospital thinking it was just, obviously she's going to, worst case is glasses, yeah. which I had no problem with. Mm-hmm. Um, got to the hospital and they checked her vitals and they realized, oh, this head is a bit too small on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. And next thing, um, from that, it spiraled all the way to doctors checking and next mm-hmm. thing doctors saying, um, you need to take a seat. Uh, I've got very bad news for you. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, bad news. I mean, obviously it's just eyesight. So yeah. 
What's the worst that can happen? Mm. And next thing I was being told, won't be able to walk, won't be able to talk, won't mm. be able to stand, won't mm. be able to see. And obviously I was like, huh, this is confusing, mm. obviously, mm. because mm. all I did was go to the hospital with an iPhone. Yes, yes. Um, obviously cried, broke down. Mm. And it was very hard. Uh, I just, I mean, even up to today, I still feel that um, speaking for the other people that are getting to know about their children's situations, mm. um, that how they're told is very yes, important. Yes, that bedside manner. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I always give an example of an HIV patient yeah. and how you break that news to them. Mm, there's, you counseling have to, there's some counseling that needs to mm, be done. Yeah. You ask where you're coming from, what's going on, are you okay, mm. come back tomorrow mm, mm. with your husband or with your partner. Yeah. I never got any of that. So really? that still sits at the back of my head. Um, but obviously, fast forward from that, we mm. did some tests yeah. and obviously it came out with, um, she's actually got a condition, mm-hmm. um, it, umbrella term is cerebral palsy. Okay. Okay. But the actual condition, she's got a missing part of her brain, which is called the genesis of the corpus callosum. Oh, wow. So yeah. So that kind of affects um, anything to do with the brain being where it's not, I mean, the way it's not supposed to be. Uh-huh. It affects developmental delays. Right, and right. So, yeah. So okay. it literally went from that. And then, obviously, after that, as you said, journey to motherhood, mm-hmm. um, we had her, um, I was like, okay, this is our last child. This is our last child. Yeah. This is it. We're done. Mm. And then we got surprise twins after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, I'm looking at four boys and one girl. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's it's been quite an interesting Okay, yeah. so the twins were a surprise. They were a surprise. And they were definitely got, a surprise. And then you got two. <laughs> I, actually, one, one. I actually cried. I, I would never. You cried. <laughs> I, cried. <laughs> I I um I sat on that um in the with the sonographer and she's just like oh checking the one child. I'm like yeah okay how baby's okay. And next thing, because obviously I was panicking because mm. of my daughter, so I was just right, needed to make yes. sure these things were being done properly. Yeah. And then I see something moving in the corner. I'm like, oh, there's something that's not sitting mm. right in mm. that corner. And then she's like, oh, congratulations, you have twins. <laughs> and I was, yeah, I started crying. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we laugh now. I always find it hilarious like, when mothers oh, cry. This is a good thing. I'm like, what am I going to do with five children? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that was the crying. But obviously I had other reasons. Yeah. Because now I was thinking, is this going to be the same story that I was dealing with? In regards to my daughter. And I was going to ask that. um, I mean, obviously, we'll we'll talk about everything else after. But after you were told about your daughter's uh, condition, I don't know, the the gap between her and the twins? The gap, so she's eight and Uh they're five. Okay, so it's about about three Three years. years. um, Were you scared to try again? Yes, that's why I said they were, she had to be the last. Because we just thought there's so much that's involved in taking Mm, care of her. mm. I mean, and you know, when you're not in these situations, you don't realize how much people are going through and Mm. in regards to just medication and trying to find um, like her mode of what what needs to make her comfortable. Right, yes. Obviously mode of movement, transport, Mm, whatever. mm, mm. Um, All those things we never really thought about and we only just realized that these are the issues that we're having to deal with. Right. So we were like, this is going to be a very lack of a better term, an expensive situation mm, mm, that mm. we found ourselves in. So yeah. adding more children wouldn't really yeah. be advisable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hence the surprise. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So w- in your daughter's pregnancy, n- uh, with your daughter's pregnancy rather, there was nothing, like there was no scan that showed anything or anything that sort of prepared you before you going to have her eyes checked? So, n- well, we I went for the scans, all the mm-hmm. scans. Um, and every time I walked into that room, they would just check and say, everything's fine. Check, okay. everything's fine. Check, everything's fine. But when I fast forward to like after she was born and finding out what we found out, I yeah. did my research and I thought, mm. you know, I don't think they really, I mean, at that particular place. Yeah. I'm not sure they were doing it properly. Because right. if they did do it properly, it would mm-hmm. be a situation where they would see some of these things, like have like a proper head scan done mm, of the mm, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. not that if you asked me if I wanted to know beforehand, yeah. I actually am happy that I didn't know. Okay, that's... Because then that gives you like a choice. And, and because yeah. I think there, I, I've heard of mothers who found out before. Yeah. And I've, I've heard both those who made the difficult decision mm-hmm. to say, I don't know whether I can go, go for ahead. it. Yeah. And then those who... who were like I was okay proceeding. Yeah. Um, I didn't know really what the challenge would be like. Yeah. Um, like nothing prepared me for not maybe the challenge, how different yeah. it is to raise um a child that's, you know, not necessarily the same as as another. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to for you to say you're glad you didn't know. Yeah. Cause I think given the the op like if I was given options that would be very difficult. Yeah, because I can imagine that it is. That would and be and very and I think difficult. sometimes we underestimate just how hard that decision is for yeah. parents because you want a child and you're happy and I know that you know sometimes they're like oh as long as the child is healthy. Yeah. But then you find that okay maybe the child needs will need help for the rest of their the rest lives. Of their lives yeah. And then now you're faced with that like very difficult mm-hmm. um decision. Cuz I can't imagine that it's easy, even though people no. say, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not easy. Even up to today, mm. it's not easy. I mean, it's the little things like um, I've got friends that we, we were pregnant at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So our babies are basically the same age. Yes. And I would, they, I feel sorry for them today. Mm. Fast forward, like, like I keep saying, because before yeah. then it was never understood. Yeah. Um, I would, I feel like now I can understand where they were coming from because I would, my daughter was sensitive to sound. She right. was sensitive to light. Yeah. So it was all those things where even now she's still sensitive to sound and light because mm. um, she's epileptic as well. Okay. Um. So it gets it was it would get very difficult um to like be invited to p- parties and yes. I would want her to be invited. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like she's just another child. Yes. Yes. But they're looking at it from the aspect of when I say these things, they're like, so if we invite her and then there's cameras and right, yes. it would trigger her epilepsy yeah. or yeah. if there's a lot of noise, it yeah. would trigger her um, her epilepsy yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. So it, it made me feel very, at some point, I think the first few years were very difficult. Because I'm because sure you felt isolated. It literally just made you feel very isolated. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's, let's go back to you finding out. For your, for your, for you and your husband as parents, mm. like what was that like? Um, and I mean, wh- where where was your support system? And we we talk about it's a village, right? Yeah. But I don't know in the in this first instance, you know, like how did how did that what did that look like? My husband was and still is extremely like that's probably his favorite child. 
Really? Hope he doesn't get to hear this. <laughs> well, the boys, actually. The boys I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he's absolutely amazing. Um, he done did everything from day one yeah. till today. Mm. Um, he found when he found out obviously how we found out, he was yeah. very upset as well because yeah. it was like, How do you just tell us? And mm. you don't mm. prepare us and you don't yeah. say, Let's do tests. Yeah. Let's see whether it's what we think it is. Yeah. Um, we are suspecting, can yeah. we do tests? Yeah. It was basically what it was, like, this is what it's going to be. Um, and then that was in regards to my husband. And mm-hmm. um, with my, my, my family, my mm-hmm. family, very strong support system. Like, yeah. they were literally all in. Oh, my wow. mother and my, I've got sisters, my mother, mm-hmm. my sisters. Yeah. They were literally all in and they were just like, what do you need to do? What needs to be done? How much oh. help do you need? Wow. Um, in the first few months, she would cry like from six in the morning. No, she would mm. start from like 6 p.m. and yeah. finish crying at six in the morning. Wow. And it was just a case of, I was at my mother's house. She would be like, okay, take, let me take her. Let me hold her. My yeah. sister would come in. Let me take her. Let me hold yeah. her. We had we have this nanny that we still have. Mm-hmm. Um, eight years later, yeah. She obviously she came. She left a bit and she came back. Yeah, yeah. She started working with us when our daughter was three days old. Okay, and she's still there. Oh wow, yeah. So and, and, and that's for Zambia. That's excellent. Extremely good. <laughs> We've been very fortunate. And there's wow. two of them. So there's the other yeah. one who's been with us for like five years. Okay. So I mean, what I've what I made sure I did with the people around me mm. was just let everyone know what goes on with her, her medication, okay. her, right? So that there's never someone who's there that doesn't know. Okay. What to do with her? Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, that's amazing. I'm so glad that you had that support system yeah. because I've I mean I've I've heard of other people finding their journey to acceptance so isolating. Yeah. Like first you're dealing with a diagnosis, then you have to get to accept, and yeah. then there's you just feel like there's no one for you to lean on mm. as a couple mm. um, and no one for you to like look to um, for help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in regards to like having the support system, yeah. my husband, my family, mm-hmm. they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you had like the few questions that would come pop up from here, there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you do wrong? Because what were you drinking? Yes. What were you eating? And what? there's always that person there who must feels they something. know something. Yeah. Or they're hinting like yeah. they like they they know. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I used to see you wearing heels. Yeah. And you're like, No, it had nothing. I mean, even the tight clothes that you wore when you were mm, pregnant. Mm. And so I had a lot of that. I mean, yeah. not, not a lot, but it was enough. Yeah, it was. It's enough to to, to trigger to you even think yeah. ah. a little bit about whether it was something I did wrong. So did you go through that? I did. Really, I did. I, did. I, I had to start asking. Like I did all a lot of research. I've done. Yeah. Lot, I think I'll probably be a doctor now. <laughs> <laughs> I've done so much research on my daughter's condition. Yeah. Obviously, still researching. Yeah. Um, but in regards to. Mm-hmm. In regards to the um, the other side, the, the other questions side, and questions, all. it was a case of when did I? What was I doing in the first three months? Because the research to- told me that okay, so this happens like a brain forming mm. happens in mm. the first three months yeah. of your pregnancy. Yeah. So I'm thinking in the first three months, what was I doing? What wasn't I doing? Mm. So I had to go back to that space, and I kept on asking myself and really trying to figure it out. And how how do you pull yourself back from going? Because obviously, when you go down that path. 
sometimes you feel like I'm just I just want to see where I could have gone wrong. Yeah. But then does guilt not start to set in? And then how do you pull yourself out from that from that I don't know, the investigative route? To be honest, the guilt was still there for a very long time. Really? Like years later. Oh, wow. Um, to a point where it affected the pregnancy I had with the twins. Really? Because with that one, I mean, anyone that's close enough, you'd probably ask and you'll be told that, oh my goodness, she was going from point A to point B to get scans done just to make sure that they were fine. The, the babies were fine. And it was it was very difficult because I just kept saying it could be something that I'm doing that I don't even know I did with my daughter that I'm doing again. I hear you. Mm. So, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I can imagine that now. Yeah, and especially because it was a surprise. I'm sure I even thought, is it too late? Have I missed yes. the mark? Maybe let me just overdose on <laughs> yeah. prenatal vitamins yeah. so that I can make sure I yeah. catch up. Yeah. Okay. But the fortunate part, yeah. sorry to cut you short, the fortunate part was... Uh-huh. I kept reminding myself that I've got two older kids mm, and nothing, mm. I, I, pop, I had similar pregnancies. Right, right. So I kept telling myself, if these came out okay, this was just mm. something that was meant for bad that yeah. kind of turned, would eventually turn, turn into a blessing. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm going to ask you, since we've talked about the, the other side and people asking you questions, what is it now? Like, they're eight. I mean, you think, but because she's eight, people now know about Mutinta and they, um, they love her the same way that you love them, that you love her rather. Mm-hmm. Do you still get some weird questions and comments and those suggestions where you want to be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of um, prayer warriors. Right. You don't mm. pray enough. If you had prayed in this direction, this would be happening to your daughter. If you, I mean, there's a time we took her to the hospital and I bumped into this woman who saw us going in Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, I've been waiting for you to come out. I've I've been waiting like an hour. Obviously you were seeing the doctor, so I needed to wait. Um, How was your prayer life? I was like, "Um, it's actually pretty good. I I pray quite a lot. Um, What prayers are you praying? Because I mean, Depending on the prayers you're praying, your child... My mouth is on the floor. Yeah. I've, I've had quite a bit of those. That, that's just like one out of a whole lot of others. And you would bump into this other person while... Because I always would go out with her. Like, yeah. Um, whenever I could get the chance to do yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and because of her body posture, mm-hmm. she sits in a certain type of way yeah. that you would get people saying, why is her neck drop? Can't you see that your, do- that your daughter needs help? Mm. And I'm thinking, well, that's the, I, I would have to say, no, thank you very much. <laughs> Initially, I would like want to go mad about it. But then I can imagine. I, I, I you start- heard my road rage. <laughs> I, you can just imagine me being asked questions, which are none of anybody's business. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So it, it it's it takes a lot of composure. Yeah. Eventually. I mean yeah. initially it's pretty hard because you want to mm, answer mm, everyone. Mm. But then you realize there's a lot of ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. So you look at it from that aspect and you say, When where was I when I before I had her? Okay. I might have been that person. Right. Right. Because I think there are times as with the prayer warrior from the hospital <laughs> where people seem to think they know the solution for Mm. you, but Mm. you are the one walking that road. Mm. In those interactions, do you feel the need to educate or do you just feel like, I just want to end this interaction and move on? 
I actually started educating. Okay. okay. Like I would literally just say a few sentences. I would yeah. even like pre-structure them. Yeah. Yeah. Before I go out so that if I right. ask certain questions, I have answers. Really? And I would just tell them like, no, this is what it is. It's cerebral palsy. And you've probably seen a lot of children who are in this mm, kind of situation. Mm, mm. When you see a neck like this, it's not yeah. because it's, you know, the child is not being sat right. Yeah. But it's because of ABC. Okay. Um, I got to an extent where I realized that this is getting a bit, um, people needed to know more. Yeah. Um, so I got to a point where I started writing a diary and I okay. put it on Facebook. Um, it's okay. called Diary of a Special Needs Mom Zambia. Uh-huh. Which I haven't written in a long time. <laughs> Please get back. She said to herself as well, I write short story. I haven't written no. Please. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is our to do list this this yes. this next quarter. Yes, next quarter. So I I just I felt like I needed to get to that place where I'm telling people mm, mm-hmm. this is what it is, mm-hmm. so that at least there's a few more people out there that understand, so that it's not as you're not facing those things as mm. often as. Mm. Okay, since since we're talking about educating, what kind of conversations have you had with your sons? About their sister. Yeah. <laughs> that one's been quite hard. I mean, yeah. um, they've gone from watching dad and mom take sister to mm. South Africa every few months yeah. for treatment. Yeah. And I got to the point where my the second one would be like, how come we never go on these trips? She always manages to go to nice places. Like, right. no, she's not actually going to a nice place. She's going to a, a hospital mm, where she has to be mm, treated and... Mm medicated and it's not pretty and it's not yeah. nice and it's not fun. Yeah. Um. So I've had to sit them down from those kinds of things to sitting yeah. them down and saying, you know, this is the condition that your sister has. You need to protect her. Yeah. That's why she's fortunate enough to have four brothers yeah. to protect her. Mm. Um. I mean, it, it goes to extents where maybe you get one of them come home laughing at another child who was behaving in a certain manner. Mm. And there's things like autism as well. So yes, autism is yes. like a child will look normal, but yes, then but they've they, got they, these conditions. Yeah, yeah. And so I would tell them that there's children like this, they're special mm, out there. Mm. So you really need to see from your sister. Imagine someone's coming to laugh at your sister. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to feel the same way if the way you're laughing at someone else? Right, yeah. So I've really had to kind of... Yeah. But they uh, they love her so much. Like they're very protective. Yeah. And very Yeah. So and and this but how was it so your your older um sons sort of have have known her as she has grown. What has it been like for the younger for, ones? <laughs> for the younger ones because I can imagine initially they probably saw that this is how our sister yeah. is. Yeah. Then maybe as they interacted with the outside world, things started looking a bit different. And did they ask questions? They're not at the asking questions age, but okay. all they would say is, um, initially they would be like, why isn't she getting up? Why doesn't she want to play with us? Right, right. Um, so you say, no, she's just, this is how she is. But if you play with her, she will laugh. She will mm, mm. just don't, Pull her hand too hard. Of course, don't, yes. Don't don't mm. play. Don't jump up. Don't don't jump around around her. Yeah. Don't jump up and down around her. Yeah. Because you might hurt her. Yeah. She won't yeah. be able to move. Mm. Mm. Um. So it, it's just those little things because they're still at an age where they're kind of and they're trying still, to and discovering themselves yeah. as well. Fine. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, discovering that they're two people that look exactly alike. So well, they're identical twins. Yes. Wow. Made <laughs> this surprise. He just kept giving. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um. And what has it been like with 
other children coming in the home. So with that, it's been it's it's been different types of um experiences. Okay. You would get the ones who'd be like, Oh, so what's wrong with her? She looks like she's sick. Have you taken her to the hospital? Mm. Or you would get the other ones that would just come and give her a hug. I mean, she's very it's very weird how she attracts a lot of Affection. Affection. Yeah. And love. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I mean, even with like a lot of, even just adults. Really? Like they will, the first thing they, 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 the first, if they know her. Yeah. She's the only person they'll be checking on and asking about. Oh, okay. And these are the people that I probably don't know. I mm, met mm, once. Mm, mm, mm. And they would call just to check how's Tinted Really? Or just kind of even like on, on Facebook or whatever, they will ask how is she doing. I mm, mean, she mm. draws a lot of affection and attention. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So w- even with the kids, it's really weird how they, most of them would go and give her a hug and a kiss or. That's, that's yeah. beautiful. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So your son mentioned how, how come she goes to nice places. How do you balance spreading yourself as a mother? You have a child <laughs> that needs you more than the others, but then you have the others who also need you. Is it possible? Do you do you have guilt sometimes? At this point, I'm dealing with a lot of guilt really? around her because I think I've been focusing a lot more on the others because really? they're all reaching their certain developmental stages, yes. right? So, like, I'm dealing with the older one who's obviously teenage. Of course, it's got its own. Of course. Yes. <laughs> so yes. there's own drama and own story, and then I've got the second one who's um, in exam in exam year. He's in year six, but it's an exam year at his school. Ah, okay. Um, so he needs his own attention. Right, right. And then the twins are at that age where they need, of course, a lot of attention as yes. well. So you find that because she's. She used to be like like she would we would be in and out of hospital yeah, in her yeah. first like first five years. Okay. And now she's kind of stabilized. Okay. Um, she's obviously still kind of needing a lot of help. Yeah. But stabilized. Okay. In regards to like if she's she's unwell, mm, mm, you'd mm. find she's in a room and you wouldn't even remember that she's in not remember, but kind of she's so quiet. Yeah, but so mm, mm. and then everyone else kind of takes over. Right. So I'm still finding it very difficult and really? so what i usually try and do like yesterday the boys had to like go <laughs> uh, to yes. stay with her ah okay some some, some mother and daughter, daughter time, time yeah. mm. so it, it it's it's a it's a huge battle it's it is eh? mm. it's hard <laughs> okay yeah. I, because i can imagine because one i mean as you're saying maybe because she's sort of um out of the 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 worst part you know where you were in yeah, and out of yeah, hospital yeah um because I can imagine, I mean, I, we had one episode where we, we had um, a sibling of um, a, a, an autistic child on the spectrum. And we were wondering, like, what was that like? Yeah. And she kind of said, like, oh, I kind of just be- I became a parent yeah. to my yeah. younger sister because I saw that my mother... Um, Needed the help. Yeah. Yep. So, so I had to step up. Mm, so I always wonder for, you know... In, in those instances, mm. do you think it's kicked in for your 16-year-old your or not yet? So he's in boarding school. So ah, okay. when he's okay. at home, yeah. I get him to be more involved with the twins so that mm. I can like, okay. take that aspect right. away from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that mommy can try and mm. find what's mm. going on. Mm. And the fact that I've got help as well kind of helps to a certain extent that maybe yeah. not... 
Okay. Because when you've got help, you're like, okay, at least I've got a nanny helping me with her. Mm, mm. So there's always someone there. Yeah. But then I have to remind myself that I always need to be in her space as yeah. well. And then I feel guilty because then I'm like, why do I have to remind myself? Right. So, yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about that same help. I, you've said you've had someone who has been with you um, eight years. Eight years on off. On off. Because obviously I know mothers their biggest dread, particularly when their child cannot communicate with them what happens. Mm. There's that anxiety, like, can I trust another person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does that anxiety ever go away? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, up to recently, I was being told by, they they always tell on each other. Right. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. So what was like? No, she. This one is there. She doesn't really notice, and I'm now panicking because I'm thinking, well, maybe it's time to put cameras in the house. But then I'm like, fortunately, um, I'm a believer. Yeah. So I've always said, you know what? At the end of the day, I think God just takes care of our kids. To be honest, yeah, yeah. We, if if I went down that road of thinking, I've left my children. Mm. And they're with this help and I don't know what's happening. Mm. I think we would never leave our home. Yeah, the paranoia would just be too would, much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's 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 interesting. Okay. But I'm gl- I'm glad you have found I mean, I've had my help with no children for like <laughs> ten years. Wow. And every whenever I say that to people, they're like, What? Yeah. Ten years? I feel like some sort of gem. I'm like, yes, yes. we've been together. And if you find someone that it, it's so important to just kind of. Yeah. At this point, on. she can't leave. No. At this point, she there's can't no leave. family. Yeah. <laughs> and I now know that there's nowhere she will go. We are just, it's mutually assured. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, how, so, um, you, you talked about the fact that you, 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 um, take a, is she like on a wheelchair or. So, yeah. So she's got a, um, a, Wheelchair, stroke, stroller. Okay. Okay. So it started with stroller and then went yeah. to like a, a specialized wheelchair. Okay. Um, which has been issues as well because mm-hmm. um, before I, I I nearly went to state house like walking to state house campaigning <laughs> because I want to ask that you know like uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago I ruptured my tendon and I was on crutches. Oh, wow. I was like this country. This this. Yeah. Does not consider, and I, I mean, that for me was temporary, right? But, but I was like, yes, just parking at a, a mall. And I don't know why they put like only on one side of, yeah. the, of the mall yeah. is where they put. They put the handicap. Yes. And then there's corns. I remember having to hoot because this guard had left the corn. I was just hoot. And then it, it like it dawned on me like this. Why are we not considering the yeah. fact that not everybody's so, able to move? There's so many special needs out there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, for us, it was airport. Really? Airport was my biggest nightmare. Because at that time, it was before this new airport. Yes, yes. And because travel. there. Yes. And then you'd walk through that. And then they, because she's a small child, but heavy. Because yeah. they're looking at her like, so you, the, the ignorance. Mm. They're looking at this child and they're like, why is this child on a stroller? Because this child looks like they can walk. Mm. So now we've got that. And then you get to the first, um, what's it called? The security. Yes, yes. So they tell you, take her out, bundle up the stroller, put it through the machine. And then you're going to be like, how? And we'll look, so initially it was easy because she was smaller. And then she started getting bigger. Yes. She's like 25 kgs and you're being told to do that. 
And I got to a point where I was just like, enough is enough. And I just told them, do what you want to do. I will pass her through this thing because unless you can pick her up and hold her yourself, mm, mm. and then we can have this story. But as long as I'm the one lifting her, I'll end up dropping her. Yeah. I mean, it got so bad. Like, even at um, when you're entering the plane, you have to climb the stairs with her. Oh, yes, because they... <laughs> so now there was one time I saw this guy who was in crutches, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. He managed to get that... Um, I've been forgotten the name. That's how long ago we traveled. Mm. But the 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 little thing that the little yes, that the, lifts up and yes, down. The, yeah. yeah. So he had that done for him. Yeah. We would always ask for that thing and be told it's not working. So I got to a point where I just really got mad and I just like went to the thing of South African Airways and I got to their desk and I said, We're not we need to get on this plane. And if you don't do this for us, I'm gonna put this on bl full blast. Yes. Because enough is enough. And that's the only time. But then when you get to the other side, and this is what I'm saying, Zambia, we're very backward in regards to, mm, mm. I'm not sure about now, but that mm. was then. Um, you get to SA, mm -hmm. you get to South Africa, and yeah. they, they literally meet you at, at someone the, yes. to come and take her from you. Take her to wherever she to the special needs space where yeah. they you'll wait for your whatever to be mm, done. You don't mm. have to queue up. You don't have to. Yes. And I just said, where are we in Zambia? Like, We've got, yeah. Because I mean, I saw I saw that um, in Dubai, where there was um, you know like provision being made for someone who couldn't get on the on the flight, um, you know, you know, couldn't. Uh, no, it, it was actually it was when we were scanning, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's where I saw like, okay, look, they're making provision for her and everything and then the good part was that um we were we were getting on the plane from like you know the straight from the airport mm. not having to go up the stairs mm. because for me that was also my nightmare yeah, when yeah. i was in recovery you know where you tell everybody oh, no just go i'm a bit slow when i go up the stairs when i was and recovering you don't need to go up the stairs but people are just they don't care they no. don't mm. i mean we had to use the 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 what's it called this the escalator yeah it was that little small escalator that once you enter to... Oh, yes, that yes. One, after you do the immigration. And because we want to go and sit in comfort. We want yes, to go into the yes, lounge and sit Yes. In. So if we don't, we decide we decide to follow what they ask us to do, it would mean going through like a tunnel-like arrangement to now go and wait right at the air, where the airplane is. And I just, I, I couldn't, I, I was always stressed. And then with me, I'm like zero, one, two. With my husband, he's zero, two. Like he doesn't have an in-between. And <laughs> so I agree. You would sit back no, and, and I agree. wait for me to do what I needed to do, to say what I needed to say. And then he would just be like, okay, let's go now. Because I used to get so frustrated. Um, and this was just like eight weeks on crutches. No, yeah, or something. like It felt yeah, like forever. Yeah. And I kept thinking... How do other, like what's other people's everyday? Yeah. And it's small things. You're like, this building, which appears to, you know, should it, it should be helping a lot of people. There is no ramp. Yep. Why is it just stairs? Just taking a walk. So we say, they say, let her have some fresh air. Oh, there's, because there's no pavement. We lived in Woodlands Extension. Yeah. And... The roads, like there's no, there's no pavement. There's no so pavement. where you, put, yeah, and and I literally like trying to, and I just said I'm not doing this. Either that, or you're walking on the road, and that's and the and that's the thing because I'm like, some and and sometimes it's what I say to mothers when they are buying strollers. 
when they're preparing for a child, I'm like, where are you, where are you, you going, going to, to use this stroller? thing? Yeah. Is it at the mall? Yeah. Just um, to or look pretty at the mall. And, <laughs> but now this is this is how you get your daughter to enjoy to just yeah. life. Yeah. And it's like we are not adapting. Yeah. Fast. Do you feel like we are not done? Should we just go to state house? I think so. Because I mean, I mean what are the like days medication. like? Yeah. Medication is hard. Like yeah. the medication she's on. Yeah. You find like one, and, and the only place you probably find it is in, what's this pharmacy? This the one that starts with L. Link. <laughs> so Link is the only place, and mm-hmm. then Link has got its own prices. Of course. So I'm, I'm saying that there's people that we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to, whenever we find yeah. we can get. Yeah. But there's this, those people that are literally crying out. So yeah. We don't even yeah. know where we're going to get the next medication. Mm-hmm. Because in UTH, I don't remember the last time it was found there. Really? So I'm like, at what point are we figuring out that we've got so many people who are in need of these? Yes, yes, yes. That we need to like stand up and just say, you know what, enough is enough. Mm. We need the medication. We need, we need the facilities. Yeah. Everything is literally expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's small things. Um, I, I, um, I don't know whether your daughter's in school. She's not. She is in school. She is. Yes. Really? She is in school. Is the, has the school adapted? <sighs> the school. <laughs> so I fought with the school. Uh-huh. Then we removed her from that school and we took her back because it was like the only school that kind of dealt with her in, in right. an okay way. Yes. I mean, yes. obviously, maybe we haven't just shopped around. Right. Right. But um, with schools, it's been crazy. I mean, uh, the last time they're supposed to have like, it's supposed to be a special needs school. Mm, so they're mm. supposed to do everything special yeah, around yeah, her, like yeah. physio and, yes. And the physio part, there was a time where, I mean, we're parents, we can only go so far. Yeah. We only yeah. know so much. Yeah. So we were expecting these people to come and give us feedback and yeah. say, you need to do more of this and less mm, of that. Mm. So we didn't realize that there was something that was building up in her leg, like her, her ankles. Mm. They were literally, there was like a drop foot kind of arrangement. Which right, is when yes, yes. She's not able to like put her foot in a 90 yeah. degree position. Yeah. And it was literally dropping. Mm. And I'm not sure what was happening at the school, whether they were doing physio, whether yeah. they weren't. Yeah. But eventually when we took her to her um, p- uh, pediatric neurologist yeah. in SA, mm-hmm. we were told that, no, she's got a drop foot and she needs surgery. And we're like, okay, so this, how... Did it get to this mm, surgery? Mm, mm. So I went back to the school and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is what happened. And we've had to do this. And and they're like, yeah, no, but you need to realize that your daughter's condition is like more of, on a scale of one to 10, she's more like a nine. So there's only so much we can. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I held in quite a lot. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it's things like that. I mean, like, at what point are we able to have facilities that can actually mm, mm. be accountable and be and have the professional enough yeah. staff to be able to? Kachi Hande is recorded and produced by Vibecast Podcast Network. Vibecast ZM is Zambia's premier podcast network. Get in touch with Vibecast on 0979 or email production at vibezm.com. You can also search for Vibecast ZM on all social media platforms. Vibecast, making it possible for you to tell your stories. Now let's continue this conversation. One of my nieces is at a school with um, a child with um, um, special needs. I'm not sure what. 
um what what you know like what sort of help she actually mm. needs or what condition mm. she has but it was like my niece saying like oh she's new but she comes with an auntie to class and i was trying to understand like what the school explained to the children yeah and it should be that explanation yeah and i was watching this child just explain to me how there's a new girl and i i kept and you know she was but the way she was explaining she wasn't explaining you know where like i'm curious like tell me more but she was kind of like yeah, yeah she comes with the auntie and then when we write she follows on the dotted line but she's new and she's in my class Aww. and on the one hand, I was like, okay, first of all, I'm so happy that you are so like accommodating. Yeah. You haven't said it like it's an inconvenience. Yeah. But then I thought, should the teachers not have told you a bit more about your, about like your... a day where they teach yes. kids and say, this is mm. what's her name and yeah. this is what she, yeah. she is. And this is, mm. you know, she's our special child in yes. class. And mm. Mm. I don't know. I mean, there's that to it. Um, mm. There's two sides of that. Yeah. There's... The reason why a lot of parents take their, their, I mean, for example, I know like a lot of autistic mm. children's mm. parents, yeah. um, depending on how, how far on the spectrum they yeah. are, yeah. they'll take their children to like normal schools mm -hmm. because they don't want them to be labeled. Right, right. So when they get, when the children get explanations like them being labeled, I'm not ah, sure, maybe that's what it is. Okay, okay. Because so sometimes I wonder, line, I yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes I wonder, do do we want to to educate our children so they understand their friend and maybe even help mm. their friend? Because sometimes I even feel like children may be more observing yeah. than an adult yeah, who's in yeah. in their own world. I mean, there's that too. I think mm. that that needs to be done, but obviously maybe not based around that particular child. Right, right. I think right. There's, there's, there should be education in every school yeah. around special yeah. needs. Yeah. Yeah. Because unfortunately there's so many kinds of special needs. Yes. For my daughter, I, I there's good and bad to it. There's mm. a, the good side of it is people will notice that yes, she is special needs. Yeah. So they will treat her as that. Right, right. Whereas there's the children that have like you it's you don't you can't issues. yeah, and you can't see it you when you look it. at yeah. You just yeah. see a child throwing a tantrum in a shop mm, and mm. say, Oh my gosh, those parents are just Yeah. They don't care about mm, their children. They spoil mm, their children. Yes, yes. Not knowing that that child is having a meltdown. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a matter of teaching children maybe like five or six different kinds of right, right. So that they know that if I see a child who looks like this or who's behaving mm, in this mm, manner, I will mm. know to think twice and say, mm, it could be this. Mm, okay. Like I hear that. So I was having another conversation with an older niece of mine yeah. who encountered for the first time. A classmate that stammers wow. and um she said and as she had some guilt she's like when he started reading we laughed a bit mm. so then i had to explain that a stammer is actually more common even when i said to her you actually have members of your family that have it mm. but i said to her every person has a different uniqueness mm -hmm. and she was like uniqueness how I said, no, some, sometimes we look at, because some, a uniqueness is like, you can see it and maybe you can touch it and it's different. Mm. That doesn't mean that you must now treat that person differently, differently. because each one of us has yeah. a particular yeah. uniqueness. Yeah. Now I, I say this now because I've seen pictures 
of you and your daughter in like matching outfits <laughs> and and stuff like that. How do you embrace her uniqueness? Um, how do I embrace her uniqueness? I treat her as the only daughter I have. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the princess I wanted, I mm-hmm. got. <laughs> so that's that's what it is. And and what I've learned to do is, I I, I remember being told, I'm not sure, there's a story somewhere mm. that I never read, but I was told about. Yeah. About this, um, it's actually a true story. Mm-hmm. There's this man who now, uh, I think I, you probably know, now that I'm thinking about it, mm. I actually remember that it's a very famous one. Yeah. That had the machine that he eventually had made that mm. could say the words, but then he, mm, he just kind mm, of... Mm. Stephen Hawking. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that's the story, but then yeah. it could be him or it could be someone else. Yeah. But apparently when he was younger, yeah. the same person, when yeah. they were younger, they were used to be left because they were just like a proper special needs, mm. weren't able mm. to do anything. Mm. would be left in a room by themselves, locked mm. up. Maybe not locked up, but closed door. Mm. While everyone else was in the living room watching yeah. TV, doing yeah. whatever. The thing with that, with what he said eventually when he could be able to communicate, he says, I understood everything. I just couldn't communicate. And I felt really bad. Yeah, yeah. That I would be left in a room alone. Mm, mm. So when I heard that story, it really helped me. Mm. So you know what? Whenever I always tell the the aunties, Mm. please put her on her chair. Bring her to the living room. Let her yes. be in the noise with the brothers yeah. and whatever. Yeah. They're, as long as they're yeah. shouting, they're screaming, the TV, as long as she's yeah. interacting with everyone. Yes. Else. Yeah. Yes, yeah. when she gets tired, you can take her to the room, let yeah. her sleep. But let's not have her alone. Mm. Yeah. Put and her be- on the chair. Put her, but as long as she's around a lot of noise. Yeah. Okay. Because that stimulates her brain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And th- I think that is beautiful and commendable, like for you, because we have heard like people who sort of like just lock their children. Yes. Up. Yes. Yes. And so such that where like, I think even growing up, when I think back, there were places where like we heard you that. You never even knew there was until later on that there was a child. Yes. Or like there. you knew, but like you never saw them. Maybe you peeped through the window yeah. and maybe just saw like someone lying in yeah. bed. And, and, and I, I mean, it's so, um, like interesting mm. for you to have heard that perspective to say I understood everything I just couldn't, I just communi- couldn't communicate yeah and just because she may not fully com- does she is she does she communicate so she she will communicate when she's hungry she'll okay. communicate when she's upset uh-huh. <laughs> she actually smiles a bit she laughs yeah so it's it's I mean not laughs like I mean we would know yeah someone else obviously wouldn't get that that's right what she's trying to right do. um but for me I think that has all come about because we have involved her yes. Yes. Uh, and I think she's where she is because of that. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, I would, I would love her to be a lot more yeah. um, independent. Yeah. yeah. But I guess the time and mm, whatever mm. help that comes along whenever it does. And unfortunately in Zambia, we don't have that much. Mm, mm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a, quite a, <laughs> a journey. It is quite a journey. Yeah. It is. And because you, 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 and I'm sure your children, your husband, your family, you've embraced this Mm. uniqueness. Mm. Um, And you were writing uh, your Facebook stories about your your different things. Are you taking your story out there still? I'm doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm doing it now because I just I felt like that's something that kind of made me gave me purpose. Yeah, um, there's yeah. A, there's a point where I just felt like I had no purpose in this, me going back to work after seven years. <laughs> So really? I, I needed to do stuff. And then yeah, I realized yeah. that even this in itself mm, was mm. something that I was sitting on. A lot of people would ask me, why don't you? Why don't you? Yeah. You you are like one of those people that have got a huge platform. Yes. You're able to like reach out to mm. enough people that can mm. at least understand what you're going through. And yeah. even if they're going through the same yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah. So it, 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 this is like obviously a beginning. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it will get... The platform will be definitely. We're growing. We're growing podcast. See, this is why you need to like, share, and do everything to this podcast. We need to tell Mutinta's story everywhere. Okay, and I wanted to then now also touch on, you know, in a perfect world, if you could have like all of Zambia's ears, what would you like to tell them about your your daughter, your experience? Her condi- what would you like us to know or what and even what would you like us to do um for me i would like people to be a bit more um knowledgeable mm. Mm. and obviously that comes from us who are dealing with these um special children mm-hmm. um because for me my daughter has opened up so much yeah she's like i said given me purpose yeah yeah um I'm not the person I used to be. Mm, I've mm. literally changed. And with time, I've learned to um, find out more, learn more about what her condition is like, what other conditions are like, because I've obviously gone out there and interacted with a lot of other mothers who who are dealing with a lot of different things. And for that Zambian out there that doesn't know much, I'm just like, if you could reach out to just even one person, because my thing is, if it's not, if, if it hasn't happened to you in your own home, yeah. it will definitely, it, it's definitely something that could happen in a home close to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even about a child being born with a condition. Mm. These things happen even with accidents. And yeah. So yeah. it's something yeah. everyone needs to know. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone needs to have some knowledge on, on it. And even just with the government, they need to be a little bit more, with their ears on the ground when it comes to yes. people living with differently able yeah. conditions and whatnot, mm. because there's so many people out there. It's amazing. It's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are complaining that there's no medication. There's no help. There's yeah. no, yeah. yes, there is, but not enough. That's true. That's true. So for me, it's a case of what are you, what are, what is, what is that Zambian out there that can make a difference going to do about it? Mm. Mm. So are you are you part of any groups, any movements? No. Well, yeah, we, we have homework. <laughs> no, but I, I sort of get, I mean, I, and I don't know. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Why? Um, I think I've had a few bad experiences around those things. Really? I think a lot of people have gone out there. And that's why a lot of people shun on foundations and stuff. Like of course, that, yes. I think people, not everyone, mm-hmm. there's a, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of good um movements out there yeah but a lot of them are for the money factor right, right. and just trying to like show that i'm here and mm. get some fame out of it mm. it's it's something that i was considering i mm. actually did start the paperwork okay it's uh actually it was called the ukani mm-hmm. foundation still mm-hmm. is on paper mm-hmm. um but for me i looked at it from an aspect of 
I want to help that next person, the next mother that doesn't have the help. Right. And I wanted it to be like an all-inclusive yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Where they get everything they need from there, the yeah. information, yeah. they get Support. the care, mm. like we could, we could have carers there yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So for me, it was just, when I look at these movements and whatnot, I, I do follow them, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But actively involved, I've been in like an autism one, the yeah. cerebral palsy, there's been a few, yeah. but I haven't been like because of those same reasons. Yeah. And yeah. on the other hand, maybe I wasn't just ready. Uh, yeah, because sometimes it is that as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's been a few things, and I've yeah, I've just told myself like maybe now is the time to come out and just right. find the right people to be to 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 partner with. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've I've heard people who maybe are part of you know foundations of movement or movement. Yeah, and I've also heard them say stuff like, "Look, we started out one way, and all I wanted was to like." Tell the world and get everybody to know about the situation. Yeah. And then I, I kind of got exhausted. Yeah. Because in as much as I was going out there educating people, I was now using that energy out there when my person actually needed me. Yeah. And I actually, and now I'm more comfortable with the fact that I'm pouring into my person and I'm okay with the fact that I'm not out there. There's because yeah, because yeah. I mean, I know even when I said oh, well, yeah, I mean, I I said that with the back you know, of my head. I'll give you an example of. I remember my experience walking into um, the um, center that mm-hmm. it was at UTH. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's open anymore. Mm. I don't even know because of my experience. Yeah, I think I went there once, twice, three times. We yeah. took her there for physiotherapy. Yeah, very good space. They mm-hmm. they did a lot of amazing work. But I was so scared with the amount of children I saw. And I thought I had, you know really? what you think you've got? Like my burden is heavy. Yes. And then, and you, then see. you see. And every mm. time I went there, I would walk out with tears. And I just, I, I was heavy. I was tired mm, mm. because of what I would see. And mm. I was just like, I think maybe there's some fear in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm going to go down this road, I'm going to see so many things that will overwhelm mm, me. Mm. And I'm not sure how much help I can give. Right. Right. And and do you think you have made peace with that? Because I know that some people, when they're like, guys, I'm not going to do another march. Sometimes they feel guilt. Like, am I letting... No, I think I've made peace with yeah, it. Because I yeah. think even just the few people that I, I reach out to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, we, we are so focused on like, maybe hundreds of thousands. No. But we don't know that five... Is actually get, more that's impactful. Two, three phone calls, and someone yeah. calls you and says, "I think you're, you're you're amazing for reaching out and for literally letting the world know what's going on in your space." Because not everyone does that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I wish they could see the. Be- I saw one where you were wearing like orange, uh, green skirts. <laughs> is that yellow dresses? Yes, yellow dresses. I'm like, this is such a beautiful. I mean, I stalked you a bit. Forgive me, but I'm like, this is such a beautiful picture because I was like, I think. I don't even know whether you needed to say anything. No. Just the just, picture, just picture alone. Yeah. You kind of just see this child that's so loved and so she celebrated. Is, yeah. I mean, and, and you know what's, what's fun? What makes me feel better? Because mm-hmm. there's times I feel guilty that maybe there's not that much love coming out. Mm. Is when you take her to places or when someone actually comes and sees her and they're like, yeah. this child actually does look loved. Mm-hmm. Because there's children who will look like 
yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, they need you help. can see, yeah, that there's some neglect. Yeah. Mm. And for me, I just, I'm just like this, I've been very fortunate because yeah. I know there's a lot of homes out there where the parents literally just, it can't even happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. Things just go pear-shaped because yeah. of that special needs child. Yeah. But we've been very fortunate that yeah. we've, I don't know how, <laughs> that we actually mm. just work together as a team yeah. and said, this is what we're going to do. And we're still trying to work together as a team. Yeah. Because we're obviously never stopping at that one thing. Yeah. We're looking for the next thing to mm. see what can help her. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're always, you always have to have some hope. You always have to have hope. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. But but I mean I I should probably say it again because I mean I have seen children in certain conditions and where you I mean you don't want to judge obviously because you don't know like you said what's going on yeah um in their home and obviously um for some maybe even even for the parents it's difficult to come to the the acceptance of yeah, the uniqueness yeah, of their yeah. their their children but. From my stalking ways, well, at least what I saw. I mean, I haven't met her. In, I haven't met her yet, but it was just beautiful to see her so celebrated. Yeah. There was even a picture where you guys were in like blue and white. Yes, and there she was. I'm like, there she is with her four brothers. <laughs> so that is, I mean, yeah. so commendable yeah. on your part that you have just embraced her uniqueness yeah. and constantly celebrate like the beautiful child and that you, you have. And you get that one odd person who says, but why do you always post her? I'm like, why do you always post your face, Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> See, road rage, meet everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because I'm like, she's my child. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, oh, post this one, this one and that one and leave out because she doesn't fit the part. Like, actually, she makes the part look very beautiful. Yes, yes. And I think, though, for me, I mean, if I was given the platform, I think it's, I would feel like sometimes people really need to check themselves before they say things yeah. out loud. Yeah. Because people will say things and they, I don't know whether they think they're helping. I, I don't know. Or, it's because like, I'm like, I, I think that, and then the person like comes out and says, no, it's because you know some of these things, you don't know who did what and to make this happen. And then you're now putting her out there to just get more of the, I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, let's stop. See, that's why I go to rage. <laughs> that's why I go to rage. But no, I mean, it's, 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 it's beautiful, but let us know when it's time to go and march yeah. because it's the small things yeah. because I mean, it would be good for her to just go for a walk. Yeah. But where there's and, and others like her to be able to go for a walk, yes. to be able to do pavement yes. because guys, the pavement is so helpful. I mean, there's that pavement that that um our former mayor uh -huh. had tried to. Yes, start. yes, and that was a good initiative. No, it was because no people didn't realize that that initiative helped would help that next person who wants yes. to just go down yes and take a walk with with the person yeah. in the wheelchair yeah no for sure because i mean some i think we take things for granted because we don't open our minds to the fact that there's someone with a unique feature about their life yeah. who may actually need something more than i do yeah. i mean it's even small things like our our public transport i mean you are blessed with a car and that's yeah. great. But now the person that needs to take the child yeah. to the hospital on a minibus. It's crazy. With like interesting to, personalities. To, I, mean, I remember there was one lady who said, I have to pay for three chairs. What? The back chair. I have to pay for all of the, I don't know if there are three or four. Mm -hmm. I have to pay for all of them. 
if I'm going to go on wow. that bus with my daughter. So I would rather put her on my back. This is a 14-year-old. Oh, my goodness. And she would, I think she was walking from, like, Mutendere to UTH. And I was just like, wow. Oh, yeah, because it's, it may be, is there a direct bus to UTH from Mutendere? No, I don't know. But then it. she just had to, she had to literally pay for how many buses. And, and the then three, yeah. Mm. And I think it's those small things. You would hope that, I mean, because I've, I've, I've been fortunate to be, like, in the UK where, the designated portions yes. of the bus for your stroller yes. or for your I mean, wheelchair. Even just the council, they provide a yes. home and everything yes. for you. Yes, they adapt your yes. home. They come and, you know, put a bath. That's, that's another thing that a few seconds off that I yeah. should explain and say, which yeah. is, for me was the way the world, the way God works, the way the world works. Yeah. I mean, I was in the UK and mm-hmm. um, before I came back, I was in health and social, I was doing health and social care. Yeah. And I had to do like obviously um, the practical side mm, of it. Mm. So I was taking care of this lady, mm-hmm. and she was completely she could she could only use her fingers. Yeah, she could yeah. talk at least she could talk. Yeah, but her whole body was just not working, and mm. there was a lot of problems that she was dealing with. She was on yeah. a she was on a wheelchair. Yeah, she had a beautiful home. Yeah, they had got the council had had a home for her. Mm, mm. She, it was all done up properly, the yeah. shower and whatnot. Mm. I worked for her for like three years. Yeah. I was doing this job and I and I, that's when I realized I had some patience. Really? Because at that before that I didn't know what dealing with a special needs person was. Right. And then I was put in that position. Mm. And then I was in it for like three years. And then mm. You know, God does work in mysterious ways. And I'm not saying anything, Walia, yeah. but I'm just saying, yeah. can you imagine you I literally got, got prepared for an ex- a very similar wow. situation. I mean, this was a person, and what she was, with the condition she mm. had, mm. was as good as what my daughter's mm. condition mm. is. Mm. And it mm. was it was just the same things that I'm doing for her. That I, I mean, I, I knew how to dress my daughter from that experience. Wow. So have you had to adapt your home to an extent? To an extent. So when, when she was born, we were living in another home. And okay. then we moved to the farm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had to build the home in a certain way. that Right, yes, yes. Her as well, to a yeah. certain extent. Okay, all right. But yeah, so she's, we've, we've been very fortunate. She's yeah. got like her chair in the house, which yeah. we use just for the house. And yeah. then she's got the one for the outside. Okay. But yeah, and all these things, I mean... They come at their own expenses. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And my sister was complaining just the other day. She says, how is it possible that things for people who are already struggling are expensive? Yeah. Like, how unfair is that? We've got a lot, like, a long way to go. And yeah. sometimes I feel like if you had to write a list, you don't even know where you would start no, from. No, Because you want to be like, okay, hospital, no. Maybe prenatal care, no. Maybe yeah. edu- just education. Just education. Because then maybe we work our way down um, to what? like finally payment because it's, 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 it's not like she's not deserving of a full life like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And, and while you can give her that, you want the rest of the yeah. world to, to similarly adapt to, yeah. to that. Yeah. But I mean, she's, it's a very beautiful story to be honest with you. Um, and like I said, she looks all loved up um, in her mommy's matching outfits <laughs> and pictures with her brothers. <laughs> yeah. No, but thank you so much for coming. 
dogs. Thank you so much for coming through to Kachihande Walia. Thank you so much for sharing your story um, and your beautiful daughter's life experiences. Um, I think what we are always trying to do is just try and educate people a little bit Mm -hmm. so that maybe we can be more empathetic. We can be more supportive um, to people who are having life experiences that may be a little bit different from ours. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. We are so grateful. And when it's time to march, the announcement is coming here. Yes, it and is. We're going to it march is. up yes. um, on State House to make our, our necessary claims. Yes. But thank you so much for coming to Kachihan. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You've been such a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Please remember to like and share and follow our Instagram page and our Facebook page um, to keep interacting with us as we continue having the difficult conversations. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kachihande. Please make sure you subscribe on Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Like and follow our Facebook page, Kachihande, to keep the conversation flowing. Share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and everyone around you. It's time we have those conversations we're too scared to have.